Blog Talk Radio. Namaste. You are now in the Funk Soul Cafe, a cool, hot, soulful radio show for artists, writers, and so much more, hosted by yours truly, Robert Batista. So sit back, grab a nice, warm, soulful cup of java or cha, and listen and enjoy. When Lyra dies in the hands of a Manhattan lawyer during a sex game, his defense attorney, Paul, hires Simone, a psychiatrist, professor, and author of books on sexual behavior, to help him buttress his argument that Lyra's death was accidental. To help his defense, Paul's client has written a detailed account of his steamy yet year-long relationship with Lyra. Paul gives the text to Simone for analysis. While evaluating the presumed killer's writing, Simone continues to receive psychiatric patients with sexual disorders and unusual fantasies and to research strange sexual behavior for her next book. This is part of the blurb from the latest book of our dynamic guest, direct from Brazil, where it is summer and hot and steamy. And her writings are definitely hot and steamy as well. Her name is author Adriana Gavazzoni. Namaste, Adriana Gavazzoni, and welcome to the Funk Soul Cafe. Namaste, Robert, and thank you very much for inviting for your cafe. It's great to be here. Oh, Oh, my goodness. Uh, one first thing, I'm just so excited that uh, we're doing a show with you in Brazil and uh, the amazing wonders of Internet radio. And uh, welcome to the show. First, start, let's start off, Lada. Let's start off, Adriana, by taking your Java order. We have a wonderful variety of fine espressos, cappuccinos, and lattes. And we also have herbal I teas for those tea lovers. So what's your fancy, Adriana? Oh, I would love to have an espresso. The darkest you can you can give me, please, Robert. Okay, I tell you what, I'm going to make it dark and strong. You ready for it? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, here it is. Enjoy. Thank you very much. It is delicious. <laughs> and I think I'll join you. 
So, Adriana, welcome to the show. Your exciting resume is vast and chock full of energy. Let's talk about how you became a writer and why did you feel the need to tell your stories to the world? Well, uh, I believe everybody that loves to read loves to write. Always when you are a voracious reader, you're going to, to think about being a writer so it's in my blood to be a writer. Uh, besides, I'm a lawyer. All, lawyers are always telling stories. So I'm a storyteller. And I thought I have some ideas uh, to tell the world because I love a good laugh. So my, my novels are about laughing and about uh, sex. People love to talk about sex, to read a good book where there are some steamy scenes. And also my novels are about murder and mystery. Everybody loves a good murder, a good mystery. Uh, Main of all, I thought I could surprise the public with my style of writing. That's the reason I start writing. Hello, Robert. Yes, I'm just listening Robert? to you. And it, yes, I am here. Are you here? Hello. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Yes. Yes. So I was just listening to uh, what you said, and you know what? Let's talk about this book. Your latest book is called Behind the Door. It's billed as a mystery, suspense, humor, romance, and erotica. Wow, what a combination. Adriana, talk about the plot and characters of this story, and how long did it take you to write it? Oh, Behind the Door is my first novel, indeed. My last novel is Lara's Journal, and uh, that is the sequel to Behind the Door. Behind the Door and Lara's Journal are part of a series. Uh, The series is called Hidden Motives. So the novel and the characters, everything is about hidden motives. Why people behave this way or another way. Uh, So we have a psychiatrist as a main character. And the psychiatrist analyzes and studies and helps many people with lots of sexual disorders, lots of unusual sex fantasies. And uh, uh, suddenly her life uh, starts to, to, to change. Uh, she starts to be surprised about some murders and mystery involves her life. So everything is around this main character uh, who is a, a psychiatrist. But on the other hand, while she's treating her patients and she's dealing with all that mystery around her, she must help a lawyer uh, to defend a client who killed uh, his girlfriend in a sex, uh, during a sexual game. So there are two stories, one inside the other. And uh, the reader is going to love or hate those characters but I just want the readers uh, to get surprised by, by every character, by the hidden motives that make those characters behave one way or another. 
It's all about that. All about don't judge before you know the character, before you know why he's moving the right. way, right, why right. he has this exactly. behavior. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like your your stories have a lot of twists and turns and surprises. So, Adriana, how much of yourself is hidden in the characters in this book? I see that the main character, Lyra, is a lawyer like yourself. Are there any similarities? Oh, uh, the main the main character is a psychiatrist, and uh, she is searched by a lawyer. I believe every character has traces of its creator. It's impossible to separate uh, my personality while you are right from the person uh, from the the, the the traces of the characters. So Simone right. uh, is a, a professor. I have been a professor. Uh, Carl is a lawyer. I'm a lawyer. Lara is an architect, but she has uh, some of my traces because she loves to dance. She loves roller coasters. So I believe I put a little bit of me in every character. <laughs> so let's talk specifically about the book Behind the Door. How long did it take you? Adriana, to write this book? Six months. Six months uh, it took me to write the, 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 uh, this novel. And another six months for the sequel. I'm a very uh, determined person. I used to write at <laughs> least uh, 1,500 words per day. It's a goal I have. Wow. Every day I have to write. 1,500 words. If it's good, if it's bad, if I'm going to use or not, I have to write. It's just a habit. So in six months, every one of them were ready. So I'm just curious. You're you're a lawyer. You're a professor. um, And, of course, you write. How do you find the time to write 1,500 words a day? I mean, don't you have some time constraints? How does that work out for you? Hello? Hello? I have a script schedule. I start my days doing my uh, my lawyers. Hello? Can you listen to me? It's okay? Yes. Hello? Yes, Hi? Mm-hmm. Are you mm-hmm. listening to me, Robert? Yes, um, I'm here. I was just okay. wondering. Hey, how, uh, I spent my day do doing my juridical. Oh, uh, it's very tight indeed. But as I don't have kids, I can manage it. Uh, I'm a lawyer for the most part of my days, and when I finish right. my lawyer's activity, I start to write. That's the moment I have to start to write. But if I'm on a court and I have to wait for a judge, or if I'm uh, I'm someplace I can write. I write. I use my my uh, cell phone to take notes. I send messages to myself about some ideas, and then when I arrive <laughs> home, <laughs> I organize all that. After working out, because I'm crazy about working out every day, I write. So uh, it's the time wow. I have after I finish my regular day. 
Wow, sounds like you have a full schedule, Adriana. So I am curious to know how you go about the process of bringing your books to creation. Do you make outline for chapters or sections of your manuscript before you write, or do you just let it free flow? Oh, I have a main idea. Usually when I start to write a novel, I have a main, a main idea. But I let my mind uh, create. Uh, I give free range to my, to my mind. And sometimes what I, I thought it was going to be at the beginning of the story, it ends completely different because I just uh, let my mind uh, think and create and and go free. It's the best way to create something you are going to like because uh imagination is all when you are a writer. You don't you can't control that uh, too much. You can try to have a main line but you can't control too much. It's going to be it's going to be free anyway. Some characters appear inside my mind that I never planned for them to be there. <laughs> some scenes. It's yeah, a so whole sometimes drama the characters take over. Mind. Yeah, they take over me for sure. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, that happens to me too. So, Adriana, how did you get your book published? Did you go mainstream? Did you get an agent, or did you go independent, or did you self-publish? And were there any challenges in the publishing process? Oh, I've been to to all processes. I've tried to find an agent, uh, and I've received around 100 rejections. It was very hard for myself team we don't want you we don't like you and uh those letters they send they they didn't take the time to read your novel uh really <laughs> then i i start to search for uh a publisher directly without without an agent and i was accepted by Laura's case last year so i published my first book uh, through them, but after that, they decide to close the doors, and I decide I didn't want to go through all the suffering of searching for a publisher, searching for um, an agent again, and I hired the same editor who worked with me uh, in a, at Laura's case. To, to improve, to edit the story, to improve my English. Uh, and she works with me. So uh, the best uh, thing you need to, to, to do when you write a story is to find an editor to polish it. You need it. You really need an editor. Someone to tell you, hey, you just told the girl was wearing a blue shirt and now the, the shirt turned into green. So it's quite <laughs> no mistakes and inconsistencies for you. But I decided to go by my own. Uh, I self-publish now, uh, but with the same people, same editor, uh, same artist to do the cover. Uh, and I, I, I'm going to try that way. I'm going to try self-publish. It's hard, of course, uh, to to expose yourself, to expose your work 
to the world is hard uh, to find publicity. I'm a close person and I have to be out a lot to expose my job. So that's hard for me. But I'm doing that because I believe in my work, I believe in my ideas, and I have to support my ideas, exposing myself to the world. But it's hard. But if uh, uh, you want to write, you you have to write. You don't have to think about those things first. You have to think about that when the book is complete. After that, you are going to think. That's right. You're you're exactly right. So, mm-hmm, I agree. Yes, Adriana, I love the book's cover, and you just mentioned the cover. I love it. Talk about the cover symbolism, and did you design it yourself, or did someone else do it? No, I had this wonderful designer called Kali. She was introduced uh, to me by Laura. And the first cover, as I wanted, uh, the the book was called Behind the Door. I asked her, I want a door. I want a beautiful red door. And then she came with this beautiful idea that was the cover of my first novel. Uh, The sequel that is Lara's journal, I wanted that journal. And so I told her, I want a, a leather journal. And she started to send me ideas, and I told, I want a black journal. And uh, we fix everything. I want something golden. And she told me, hey, Adriana, you love red. Come on, put red right there, and it's what you want. So uh, she's great because she could read my mind about what I wanted from my covers. It was very good to work with her. So how was Beyond the Door received by your readers? What was some of the feedback that you got from people who read the story? Wow, I'm having some great feedbacks. Uh, A writer that I I didn't know until he did a wonderful review at Amazon uh, just uh, bought the book, went there, and wrote this is a, a book made for uh, the big screen. It's going to be a movie. Oh, that's great to to, to read something like that about your baby. <laughs> oh, yes. And oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm receiving wonderful, wonderful reviews. Uh, people are loving the book. Uh, some people told it's a roller coaster of emotions. I right. read another day, you hate or you are going to love the characters. It's very positive. I just received one bad review, uh, but I don't know if the person read the book or not because uh, he just gave me one star at a good read, but uh, he didn't say why and uh, just one star and that was that. The rest, it's almost all five stars, uh, good reviews. I'm very happy. So, Adriana, has your writing style been compared to other popular authors? And if so, how do you feel about the comparison? Uh, I've heard someone uh, who told me, oh, uh, your novel uh, remembers lightly 
don't go with a lot more of facts. But then from another guy, he told me, hey, you remember Joe Nesbo with his mystery novel? Another guy told me, you remember me, an author from, uh, who wrote uh, this, the guy with the, the dragon tattoo? So there are many, yes. many opinions. Uh, some people think it, it's Fifty Shades, but when they read, they see it's not even similar to Fifty Shades. <laughs> uh, it's completely, completely different from Fifty Shades. It's the, uh, it's not a, a sweet and romantic story. It's a dark mystery full of surprise twists, turns, and uh, Heavy sex, it's not the light sex you're going to find in Fifty Shades, so it's different. So I have a question for you that I, I'd like to know. Um, you, you write about people with sex problems. The book is about people who are deviant sexually. How comfortable, Adriana, were you in writing those steamy erotic parts of the book? Did you read a lot of erotica genre before you started? Oh, yeah, sure. I read a lot of, I saw a lot of, of dirty movies to create <laughs> characters to understand which kind of fantasies people have. And uh, you can't imagine how surprised you would be because there are so unusual uh, fantasies people have you would never imagine. So I have I have to impregnate my mind with those ideas. But uh, whenever I wanted to to write about some uh, strange behavior, I did a lot of research. I've bought. Um, uh, psychiatric articles from universities, from psychiatric associations to compose a character that has scientific basis. I hate to write about things I don't know. I'm a researcher. I'm a professor. Right. So I've researched right. a lot to create every character in every one of the fantasies you are going to find there, Robert. They have scientific basis. Yes. Um, so the research that you did is really striking. Um, so let's talk about Adriana Gravazzoni, the person. Where did you grow up, and what was your childhood like? Well, uh, I was born in Brazil. I'm a Brazilian. I'm a, a daughter of a second generation of Italians. That's the reason I have a Gavazzoni as a last name. And I was a completely hyperactive child, one of those childs that can't stop for a while. I was always uh, fabricating stuff. I, w I was always running, escalating, and doing a lot, a, a lot of things. I was a, a really a little devil, you can say. So I know you're a voracious reader now. Uh, but when you were a kid, a child, what were some of the books and authors that inspired you when you were younger? Well, 
my mother used it to to tell me stories. That's that's when I start to love stories. And I thought I have to grow up. I have to learn how to read because I need to read by myself. I don't want to wait for her uh, to be available for me for for reading stories. He loved everything from biographies to terror. Uh, to love stories. I just love a great story. Uh, my, my favorite book ever, I believe, it's The Lawyer's Advocate. Uh, it's fantastic in my point of view. I love that. I love all the surprises in the book because for me, a good novel must have lots of surprises. The reader right. can't guess what is going to happen next. He must be surprised. And uh, the the lawyer's advocate did that for me when I read. It's wonderful. Nice, nice. Um, so I know your your other book is called Lara's Journal. Now you said it's a sequel. Um, does it pick up right after Behind the Door finishes, or does it go in another direction? No, Lara, uh, when Behind the Door starts, Lara is already dead. Uh, she right. was killed by her boyfriend. Uh, and then uh, inside the, the, first, uh, the first novel, I say that she used it to write journals. And those journals are discovered by her siblings. So Lara's journal is from Lara's childhood until the 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 uh, until uh, she finished college, uh, there's going to be another one. The third novel is going to be the rest of Lara's journal after uh, college to her death. So. Right. Uh, for Simone, that is the main character, the psychiatrist, uh, it was childhood. I wanted people to understand the reasons for Lara's behavior, and so I start from her 10, 10 years old uh, to her graduation. So, Adriana, every author has a message that they want to convey. Every author wants to their audience to get what they're saying. So what was the intended message you had in writing your books? What do you want people to take with them after they finish reading your stories? Well, uh, I work with judges, with decisions, with people judging people every day. Uh, the message I want to convey uh, on, my, on my books is, Never judge. Uh, try to understand people's, people's reasons. Try, try to understand uh, the hidden motives uh, behind uh, a person's, this person's life was. 
uh, which dramas and traumas uh, turned this person into what he is now. That's uh, that's the idea I want to give to the readers with those novels. Adriana, it's been said that we are the sum of our experiences. How, how have your experiences helped you in becoming the writer you are today? Oh, I can tell you my, my experiences as a lawyer influenced a lot. I deal with people's secrets every day. I deal with people's dramas every day. And that influenced a lot uh, in my my novels. Uh, I couldn't write uh, behind the door or Lara's journal without 27 years of experience uh, being an attorney. Uh, I'm out there uh, being like a priest, listening to people's confessions every day, and that influenced me a lot. I can tell you, <laughs> but also I'm a good observer. Uh, I love to listen to people, uh, to my friends, and inspiration comes from everything, from the great music you are hearing, uh, you are listening, uh, from a phrase someone says, and uh, all that inspires me. All that, uh, life life is great, Uh, life is a great source of inspiration, I think. That is so great. So let's talk about what I call the 800-pound gorilla in the room, which is marketing. Adriana, so many authors spend so much time writing and publishing their book but have no clue on how and what it entails to market it. Adriana, how do you handle the publicizing and marketing of your books? Hardly. <laughs> I was just the same before. Um, uh, before I released my first book, uh, marketing was a mystery for me. Uh, I never yes. had to sell myself. So it was very hard at the beginning. I have no idea. I need to review that. I have no idea. I needed to have a Twitter. I didn't know what a Twitter were for. I just have my Facebook to talk to Facebook friends and things like that. But I never did the real marketing. And I have some great people helping me, uh, some uh, good authors that uh, have been through all this. They are giving me advice. Uh, they are helping me. They are introducing me to people. They are telling me, don't go in that direction that doesn't work in that one. So uh, basically, authors help each other with good advice. But 
you need to to search for some uh, some paid help also. So I I paid for some people to help me with publicity because I don't have the time to all the time uh, prepare phrases to put on Twitter, things like that. But one thing I love, and I'm not going uh, to stop doing, is trying to talk to my readers uh, by myself. I love to answer that. So, Adriana, did you I say that you're on, I, I know you're on Goodreads, and you just said you're on Facebook. Uh, are those the only social media, or are you on other social media as well, like Twitter? Oh, I have a Twitter, and I answer Twitters too. And, okay. And I have about writing, about how I get my inspirations. Uh, I try to write for that every 15 days. I have a, a new a new post there, so people can can find me there. And always there is a place to communicate, to send me an email, and I'm going to answer on the same day or 24 hours later. But I'm always going to answer. So in closing, Adriana, as an accomplished fiction author that you are, what advice do you have for new and up-and-coming writers? Is there anything you learned from your journey that you wish you knew before you started? Yes, uh, never give up. Never, never give up. Believe and just thinking one thing. Just worry yourself about writing a good story. After that, uh, you are going to find your way to publish, uh, to marketing it, but you need to dedicate and concentrate in writing. And for that, you have to begin. Uh, don't, uh, don't push yourself to write the best story of your life when you start. Just start writing. Put your feelings on the paper, and one day you are going to have a novel and pursue your dreams. You are going to, to have your book published. You are going to be a published author if you believe. So just believe. Oh, that's great, great advice. So what's next for Adriana Gavazzoni? What other irons do you have in the fire coming up? I know you have a sequel to, to your book. Do you have any other things coming up? Oh, uh, at this moment, I'm just focused in writing the the third novel. I believe it's going to right. the last one on the sequel. But I have a thousand ideas for uh, <laughs> ten more novels, I believe. <laughs> My head is full of you, you, the, you mean a thousand more novels, right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm going to be modest here, 10 for now, but when I finish that 10th, I'm, I'm certainly going to have tons of ideas again. <laughs> I have because a huge Adriana, imagination. 
Yeah, it seems like you will never run out of uh, of imagination to write stories. Never. I, I believe so. Uh, I'm going to tell you a secret. I have this condition. I have a attention deficit, and it brings lots of imagination. You you can't uh, uh, be very attentive to many many things, but your mind is full of ideas. Yes, the whole day, the whole day. So it's a bad thing, but it's also a good thing. Uh, there's attention deficit. Uh, I I'm very creative. I believe I, I can have tens and tens and tons of ideas. So Adriana, if somebody wants to contact you, uh, they want to order your book. They want to do other things to to let them let you know that they want to talk to you. What is the best way for them to contact you? Oh, uh, if they want to buy my book, it's available at Amazon. Uh, if they want to contact me, just uh, send me an email to adriana at adrianagavazzoni.com or you go to my blog or you go to my uh, webpage, uh, agavazzoni.com. There you can send me an email. You can also contact me. You can go to my Facebook. Uh, I always accept invitations for my Facebook. My Facebook fan page is open to everyone, and I answer all the messages. And I give advices to younger younger writers, uh, or I answer readers. Uh, It doesn't mind. Just, Just send me a word, and you are going to get an answer. Fantastic. By the way, I'm married because uh, someone asked to marry me already, and I can't. I really can answer <laughs> to that, okay? <laughs> okay, so remember, she's already married, okay? <laughs> so this has been the Funk Soul Cafe with me, Robert Batista. One of the easiest ways to peer into my soul is to download and read my free micro-story poll, my Baby Has No Name, from Smashwords.com. My guest has been author, attorney, and so much more, Adriana Cavazzoni. And her latest book is a potboiler called Behind the Door. Make sure you order your copy today. Thank you so much, Adriana, for being my guest on the Funk Soul Cafe. Thank you so much, uh, Robert, for being a wonderful host. And thank you for your great espresso. I'm so glad. And we have to do another show. Uh, you are such a fantastic guest, and I had a lot of fun talking to you. And I can't wait to do it again. Oh, I can't wait either. It's going to be a pleasure whenever you want, Robert. Okay, great. So have a great night, and God bless. Uh, Have a great night and namaste for you. Namaste.